0: Joining us now, expert in international law, Professor Al Gillespie, good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon. Uh, So Al, what was the point of Pelosi's trip?
2: Well, there was no law saying she couldn't go. And some Americans would say that it's the right of their citizens to travel where they want without being dictated to. And it was a show of solidarity towards Taiwan. That was on the positive side of the ledger, on the negative side of the ledger, Many would say it was reckless and it wasn't necessary at this time because we need to be on good terms with China over so many other matters like the Ukraine or climate change, and we're yet to see how the fallout on that will be.
1: So what, in fact, did it achieve? Is it just about the results back stateside, or is this supposed to have some sort of positive outcome on an international level?
2: I don't think it will have a positive outcome. It it seems to have been... Uh, a defiant it reacting, saying if someone says don't do it, they wanted to do it, they were going to show the world that they weren't afraid to do it. And then she she did it, despite the warnings and a lot of people saying it's not a wise idea. And I think there's no tangible outcome. Nothing in particular is going to change in the, in the American-Taiwanese relationship. It's just a show of solidarity. But a lot of people would say this isn't the time to do it. There's too much other stress in the world right now. And it's really important to try to keep China on side by or at least stay a middle ground over the concept in the Ukraine. But the way China's responded now is they're saying not only are they doing very extravagant war games, which we can talk about, but also they're saying we're not going to cooperate with you over international criminal law, like with regards to the drug trade or over climate change. And if that goes on, that's an extreme loss.
0: It raises the question, how did someone as esteemed, as an ex- as experienced, as intelligent as Nancy Pelosi get this so wrong?
2: I don't know. That's something you're going to have to go and ask the people in America because it's a decision that has perplexed many people because the tensions right now have been hard for the last few months, and this has only ratcheted up then. And like if you look at the war games, what you're seeing is a new level of threat i mean war games in themselves aren't illegal but in the best case scenario they're done with observers you know where they're going to be you control the type of missiles where they're going in the trajectory but you're in a much more unregulated space right now it'll be fine i don't think there's a chance of conflict but every step is another escalation towards an unsavory place
1: it's fair to point out that this had cross-party support one of the rare occasions in
2: u.s politics is that right yeah, no, that's right. And and a lot of Republicans and Democrats are very strong on Taiwan. But there's always also an ambiguity about what that strength should look like because the legal obligation is to help Taiwan defend itself. It doesn't necessarily mean boots on the ground. But Biden's on record recently is saying it, they, he would see it as boots on the ground. The, the problem isn't, and this, this has been going on for, for decades, how we view Taiwan or don't view it. The problem is the timing because right now, many other things going on that we don't really in my opinion we don't need to provoke them i don't think it was necessary for what they've
0: achieved how much do you think china has been emboldened by russia's invasion of ukraine
2: well i think we're yet to see i mean many people had sleepless nights when the invasion started fearing that a similar action could happen in west taiwan it it hasn't but they'll be watching very carefully to see the way that the, the west defends the ukraine and how long that defense will go on. I mean, it's one thing for us to say, like we're we're happy to give them weapons and then work out which weapons we're giving them. And that includes New Zealand. But as inflation kicks in, as the conflict gets longer, China will be seeing how much strength and durability does the West have? Because they'll be thinking if we did the same to Taiwan, what will be the consequences?
1: So how likely are we to see any further increase in Chinese aggression, or does this really play out, as you indicated, in less cooperation on climate change and the drug trade?
2: Well, th- that's the opening stance. We we really don't know what they're going to do, but we do know that they're angry. But I think that the risk that I see isn't, isn't just, I mean, losing cooperation on climate change and the drug trade is extreme. Hopefully, this is just going to be for a, a short period, and they'll get back to normal relations. But the other risk that you've got is that they actually move towards Russia in the sense that you see more military patrols together. You may see them actually starting to give weapons to Russia to fight in the Ukraine. You may even see a statement that perhaps what Russia has done is justified. And then the, the whole context and pivot of that war could turn. And so a whole lot of things now are on balance because of one person for one visit with no clear strategic outcome.
0: Yeah, well, that really seems like a mistake. Uh, thank you so much for your insight. That's Professor Al Gillespie, who's an expert in international law. Enjoy your Sunday afternoon. Thank you.
1: One of the scariest things you can hear is a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover.